20 years ago, I made my Emmaus retreat weekend in Miami uh, during the time when the Dominican sisters were still present. Um, and I went to the Dominican retreat house and spent a weekend getting to know the Lord and Savior. Little did I know that that weekend was going to change my life forever, and I've never been the same since in terms of my desire to know more and to be more intimately connected to my spiritual Father in Heaven. So during that weekend, I was given a gift, and it was a book, and its title is The New Testament, Contemporary English Version. And when I opened up the book, after so many decades later, this is what I wrote on the inside. Song number 685, obviously it was taken out of a Catholic hymnal. And the name of the song was Change Our Hearts. And then I wrote just this one sentence afterwards, and I want you to just close your eyes and listen to this. Your words say it can be change our minds this time your life could make us free so i read that and it struck a chord in my heart again almost like lexio divina and norma you wanted to learn more about lexio divina and you know so i'll reread it again and the message should strike you very very clearly as to what god wants for us here we go. Change our hearts. Your words say it can be. Change our minds this time. Your life could make us free. So we're praying to God, like Lexia Divina style, and we're meditating upon these words of truth. And we're asking God to change our hearts, to change our minds, so we can be free and be like Him. And I thought that was so beautiful and so profound. And that's worth meditating on just by itself. So getting back to this book, it was published in New York by the American Bible Society back in 1991. So yeah, it's a couple, you know, decades old. And, um, I was drawn to the story from the book of Revelations, chapter 11, I'm sorry, chapter 12, The Woman and the Dragon. And I'm going to read to you the verse. Something important appeared in the sky. It was a woman whose clothes were the sun. The moon was under her feet and a crown made of 12 stars was on her head. Just imagine that one sentence and imagine that reality of seeing the Blessed Mother fully clothed in the sun with a moon under her feet and 12 stars on her head. She was about to give birth and she was crying because of the great pain that's verse 1 and 2. Something else appeared in the sky, verse 3. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and a crown of each of its seven heads. With its tail it dragged a third of the stars from the sky 
and threw them down to the earth. Then the dragon turned toward the woman because it wanted to eat her child as soon as it was born. And obviously, we're talking about the devil. The woman gave birth to a son who would rule all nations with an iron rod. The boy was snatched away. He was taken to God and placed on his throne. The woman ran into the desert to a place that God had prepared for her. There she would be taken care of for 1,260 days. So again, if we were to reread these sentences, verses, chapter 12, verses 1 through verse 6, we would know that the Blessed Mother in this book was remembered in Revelations as crowned with 12 stars, about to give birth, crying with great pain. She appeared in the sky and also a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, a crown on each of its heads. With its tail it dragged a third of the stars from the sky and threw them down the earth. Then the dragon turned toward the woman because it wanted to eat her child as soon as it was born. The woman gave birth to a son who would rule all nations with an iron rod. The boy was snatched away. He was taken to God and placed on the throne. The woman ran into the desert to a place that God had prepared for her. There she would be taken care of for 1,260 days. So there you have it from the Old Testament of Revelations, the story about our Blessed Mother, the Red Dragon, and her son. And yes, her son did go on. He was snatched away. He was taken to God and placed on the throne. He was hung on the cross, and his precious, lovely mother ran into the desert, a place that God had prepared for her, there she would be taken care of. And she was. She was never alone, thank God. She was surrounded by Mary Magdalene and St. John. And she was taken also to Ephesus from Jerusalem. And um, she lived out the rest of her years there. So our Blessed Mother is with us, my brothers and sisters. She is with us in this moment, and she will always be with us. She is the great intercessor for her son. And no matter what it is that we're going through, no matter what hurdle we cannot overcome at this moment, she's holding our hand, she's praying for us, and she's being hopeful when we've lost all hope. So let us look to our Blessed Mother let us know that she did slay the dragon. She did crush the snake. And even though she lost her son, we gained eternal life through him. And we must never forget the sacrifice of our blessed and holy mother Mary. We must never forget the sacrifice of our Lord dying for our soul. 
so that we can have eternal life. Yes, our body will die. Whether we are cremated or placed in the ground, it will decompose. But the soul, Jesus comes back for. And we have to learn more, my brothers and sisters, about the soul. If our soul is going to go on to live forever, let us start making deposits into our soul with Jesus Christ. Let us enter into more deeply the interior life that my very dear friend Ronnie spoke of to me for the last seven years before she died. We have to take the time to be in the silence, the interior silence with our Lord, to learn all that he wants us to learn so we can build a kingdom with our Heavenly Father when our earthly journey is done. So light a candle, enter into the silence with Jesus, open up the Bible, try to read one or two or three verses of Lexio Divina, whether you're doing it by yourself, it's better to pray if you have three or four people with you, and go over those sentences, those verses that are written in the Bible for our eyes to see and for us to chew and to understand and to benefit from. We can see beyond the doors of this life that enter into the eternal life. And we just have to be courageous and brave as Christians and wholeheartedly, fully believing in the truth that the Catholic Church teaches. We have to build upon those credits, those heavenly credits with our Lord, because we want to be able to tell him that when we lived on this life, we were building credits towards our eternal life, meaning we were building up a kingdom for him on earth before he took us to himself forever. And you want to be able to talk about some of those experiences. I mean, the challenge of getting there and the triumphs that were achieved. Everything that we do comes from God. None of it's ours. We can never take the credit. We can't take the credit for our birth. We can't take the credit for our death. And we cannot take the credit for anything that we do because God is doing it through us. So we need to be humble, my brothers and sisters. We need to be humble always in front of the Lord because he is that close to us, just like our departed loved ones. They are just a room away, those that have gone to the next life. They are very present. And we invite those that we love that have passed away to enter into the interior life with us we don't want to take this journey by ourselves. We want to enter into it with everyone we love. So I pray for you this day, my brothers and sisters, for the peace that we need in our hearts. So many people have passed away, and, and recently a very, very young woman, Lisa Marie Presley, passing away. She was a child of, of God, and I can't help but think about her children, that she's you know, left on this earth. And I think about her mother, Priscilla. And I think about the pain in her heart of losing her daughter so young, age 54. It's just unbelievable. 
So my heart is very, very heavy as I pray. I've been praying for so many of you, and I've also prayed for Lisa Marie's soul and um, the life that God gave her and the talents that he gave her. They were tremendous. And I know that the Lord has given you tremendous gifts as well. And we have to use them to the fullest for God's greater glory.